The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are locked on now. Welcome to Locked On Now. I'm your host, Matt George, bringing you from ballpark to ballpark with a fast pass from all of last night's action with insight you can only get from the local experts on the Locked On Podcast Network. We're going around the MLB like you were there for every at-bat. Let's start with the biggest game. Living in California, all I hear is it's only a matter of time before the Dodgers catch the Giants. This is still the Dodgers' division to lose. The Giants can't keep this up. LA is just too stacked. Well... Ben Kaspik with the Locked On Giants podcast. Where are all the people saying Tyler Rogers can't face the Dodgers? Tyler Rogers can't pitch in the ninth inning. Tyler Rogers doesn't have what it takes. The Giants need to go out and acquire a closer in a trade. Where are all those people tonight? They've been silenced because Tyler Rogers coming in to close this game out. One, two, three inning, lots of weak contact. That's what Tyler Rogers does. We should not be overreacting to one game, which is what happened last night when the Dodgers walked off the Giants. But the Giants tonight gave the Dodgers a serious dose of their own medicine with a comeback of their own in the ninth inning with Buster Posey coming off the bench with a leadoff single against Kenley Jansen and then Wilmer Flores up next delivering a two-run homer, his 100th career homer, that turned this game around and gave the Giants the lead. They were trailing and then they had the lead. So the the inning went on and they scored another run and then Tyler Rogers one, two, three in the ninth, shutting a lot of people up. And the other thing is a lot of people are talking about are the Giants too dependent on home runs? To me, that is one of the most ridiculous statements that a person could make. And think about how this game went tonight. The Giants got their first run on a home run, and then the Wilmer Flores swing of the bat was also a home run. Like, a lot better to be hitting them than not hitting them. And the Giants won this game because of patience and power, and that's how they've done it all year. This group is so resilient. They've been walked off eight times, and they're six and two in the game following a walk-off loss. So this Giants team is just so resilient and they push the Dodgers back. They're now two games ahead of LA in the National League West and they hold on to that best record in Major League Baseball. So we will talk all about this tomorrow on Lockdown Giants. We do them every single weekday where it's your team every day. Have the Giants outgrown their Cinderella story status already? We sure didn't expect this kind of success coming into the season, but honestly, I find myself expecting it at this point. But I also expect that if the Dodgers are going to go down, they're going to go down swinging. Well, the Dodgers' quest for first place will have to wait at least two more days as they fall to the Giants to fall two games back in the NOS. This is Vince from Locked On Dodgers here to talk about the Dodgers' loss against the Giants. The Dodgers went into the ninth inning up 2-1 to one and exited the ninth inning in a losing effort 4-2. For the second straight game he's appeared in, Kenley Jansen blew the save and blew a chance for the Dodgers to come into a tie for first place in the NL West. He just didn't have any command, any control, and, you know, came into, you know, want to talk real quick. He came into the All-Star break on a high. You know, a lot of people thought he got snubbed for the All-Star game. He had the good numbers. Out of the All-Star break, two games, two blown saves. Hasn't quite looked like Kenley Jansen. And it's a matter of... 
you know, the confidence level in Jansen probably hasn't been there for most fans this, this season so far, even with the good numbers. And these last two games just exacerbated that issue with Kenley Jansen. It's a matter of with Joe Kelly and Blake Trinan looking really, really good, Corey Kniebel and Jimmy Nelson coming close to being back in the bullpen. Do the Dodgers have to decide on Kenley Jansen? Do they keep writing it out? Do they give him a shorter leash? Uh, that's probably a conversation for another day, but a conversation that maybe should be had. On the flip side, on the good side, Julio Diaz gave the Dodgers exactly what they needed in seven innings uh, after two kind of bullpen games. He only allowed the one run. He gave them basically couldn't ask for anything else and is a good sign for him coming off another strong start after getting a little bit of a rough patch and, and giving some idea that maybe he may be a little fatigued after throwing the most innings he ever had in, he's ever done in his career. So there's a lot to unpack for this game and for this series. They got one more Walker Bueller on the hill on Thursday in order to try and split the series and the Dodgers can pull within one game of the NL West. We'll talk more about this game and more about the points I brought up on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Dodgers. And we're also here every Monday through Friday on Locked On Dodgers on the Locked On Podcast Network, wherever you get your podcasts, Locked On, your team every day. LA has a chance to split their series tonight. Thankfully for all of us, we still have a couple more series between these two rivals to enjoy. That was your game of the night, but it's hard to top the showing from Mets pitcher Marcus Stroman in the best performance. Hold up, hold up. Eight innings, seven strikeouts, only one hit allowed. The shutout dub and Stroman only needed 90 pitches to do it. This is Ryan Finkelstein, host of Locked on Mets, and that is a beautiful way to end a series, to end a road trip. The Mets end up 500 on the road trip as Marcus Stroman delivers in the final game. Stroman just was sensational today, allowed just one hit, only three base runners, had seven strikeouts, made it through eight innings, only needing 90 pitches. Could have got a complete game, but the Mets didn't need him to. They had a big lead because they had three home runs, Jonathan Villar, Dominic Smith, and Louis Guillorme, with Dom's home run being a grand slam. The Mets now get a much-needed day off to let that bullpen rest. Stroman let them rest a little bit early today. I'll be talking about that, the way this offense has really come together over this past week, and what lies ahead on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Mets. Coming into last night's game, Stroman had lost five of his last six starts. Thanks to his dominance, the Mets have taken a three and a half game lead over the Phillies in the NL East. There's plenty more of baseball action still to get to. We go around the league next. Let's go around the league. What hasn't Yadier Molina done during his incredible career? Last night's walk-off homer and extra innings certainly wasn't his first, but it's still just as sweet. A big-time win for the Redbirds as St. Louis beats Chicago in walk-off fashion 3-2. Breathe for at least a moment. Yadier Molina with a big-time walk-off RBI single down the right field line against Craig Kimbrell. Yadier Molina beating Craig Kimbrell. Where have I heard that before? I'll let you guys look that up. But nevertheless, in a game that was as big of a must-win game in July as a game in July can get, the Cardinals came away winners. Lots to break down from this 10-inning victory. Adam Wainwright delivered an absolute gem to start the game, don't forget about that. Harrison Bader, Dylan Carlson, Tyler O'Neill could be the outfield of the future, but this team persevered. 
They persevered through a tough loss last night, rebounding with, with heroics today, both in the seventh and ninth inning, or tenth innings, excuse me. Big time win. Got to take this thing one game at a time. I understand that. But wow, a game that starts with Wainwright and ends with Yachty, and I was wearing my Vote Molina, Vote Wainwright shirt to, throughout the entire game. Love it. Poetic justice at its finest. Cardinals can go for a series win, another game they really need to win tomorrow. But we can breathe and enjoy this game, enjoy this win for the Cardinals, because it wasn't always the prettiest of baseball uh, throughout the game as the Cardinals pitching staff did hit five batters, so still some negatives. Wasn't always pretty. But a W is a W, and a walk-off W is always an exciting one against Chicago. I'll have more on tomorrow's Locked On Cardinals. How about these Arizona Diamondbacks, the same team that broke the longest road winless streak in MLB history this season, has won four straight. But of course, they were all at home. Diamondbacks sweep the Pittsburgh Pirates. Miller Thomas a block on Diamondbacks here. Great game by the D-backs. Often showed up, double-digit hits. Solid game by Bumgarner. Gave up some loud outs, but still only one earned run over the course of five innings. Back-to-back dingers by Varsho and Haven Smith in the seventh inning. Great offensive game, solid pitching. Even saw Tyler Clifford come into the game. D-backs get the swim, uh, get the sweep, not the swim. Four in a row for the team. Moving on to the next series, D-backs streaking to start the second half. While all the focus was on the battle at the top of the NL West, the Colorado Rockies used a five-run first inning to defeat the Seattle Mariners. Rock on Rockies fans, Paul Holden here for your Locked On Now. Following the series split with the Seattle Mariners, big headline from today, Austin Gomber returns from the IL and looks sharp. Three hits, a couple of solo home runs there was the, the only damage done by the M's. Big Nice return for the Rockies. That'll be huge for the team as they go on the road here. Lots of offense early in the game as well. A little bit of deja vu for the Rockies against the Mariners as they split the series at home, uh, just like they did in Seattle. So off to the road. It'll be a tough stretch for the Rockies coming up. But we'll take a win today. We'll break it all down here on the Locked On Rockies podcast. So keep it here. The Philadelphia Phillies came roaring back with a three-run eighth inning to send their battle with the Yankees to extra innings. Unfortunately, the pinstripes still found a way to win. This is Stacey Gonsulius of Locked On Yankees, and the Yankees won tonight's game in exciting fashion, 6-5 in extra innings. Although it probably shouldn't have gotten to extra innings if it weren't for the bullpen. More on that in a second. Asher Wojciechowski came up to pitch for the Yankees. They pretty much signed him today to play for the Major League team, and he pitched four innings, gave up two runs on three hits, four strikeouts, three walks. The Phillies had a lot of walks. The Yankee pitchers surrendered 11 walks tonight and only struck out, well, not only, but struck out nine compared to the 11 walks. So it wasn't that great a night for Yankees pitching. As I said, the bullpen, Zach Britton, one-third of an inning, two runs. Two of them earned three runs. Pardon me, got that wrong. But still, the point remains. What is happening with the bullpen? Aroldis Chapman came in, pitched an inning. One walk, one strikeout. Didn't give up a run. Hallelujah. After getting his first save in what felt like five years last night, 
He doesn't give up a run in this appearance. And then Ryan Lamar walked it off for the Yankees in the bottom of the 10th. So it was an exciting game, and this leads them right into their four-game series up at Fenway against the Red Sox. I'll have the preview of that series on tomorrow's show, the full recap of tonight's game on tomorrow's show. So tune in. It's not that I'm rooting against the Yankees. I just actively don't want to see them succeed. Ever. Sorry, Stacy. And there you have it. A busy and entertaining night in Major League Baseball made even more enjoyable thanks to the insight of our local experts. For more information and discussion surrounding these games and the top baseball storylines, be sure to tune into all of our local MLB podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. Until next time, I'm Matt George. We'll talk later, but we're always locked on now.